Welcome to Stirring the Pot podcast, a podcast all about discussing controversial food subjects, historical aspects of food, and pretty much everything else cooking and food related. To get things started tonight, let me introduce my co-hosts. First up, we have Mr. Barbecue Brand, an aficionado of all things barbecue and a recently featured guest on the Food Network's Barbecue USA. Welcome, Barbecue Brand. What's cooking, everybody? It's your boy, Barbecue Brand with Home Grill Advantage. Back at it like a crack at it. Let's roll with it. <laughs> we have Mr. Brandon D., a connoisseur of Louisiana and Southern cuisine and a self-proclaimed food science nerd. Welcome, Brandon D. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome, everybody, to the, uh, what is this, our seventh episode? Seventh episode. Yes. L- lucky move. number seven. Let's get it started. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I am your host, KCP. I am a baking and cooking enthusiast and a lover of all Southern culture, history, and cuisine. As we slowly inch towards the fall, the first thing that comes to mind is, that's Oktoberfest, gross. (laughs) (laughs) In tonight's episode, we will be discussing how to throw the perfect Oktoberfest party. And the most important part of Oktoberfest is, Beer. <laughs> beer. So let's talk about proper Oktoberfest beer. I'm going to crack this open first. <laughs> so Ooh. what Brandon D and I are drinking tonight, barbecue brand, can tell tell, tell you more about it. Let's uh, see. It's a Sierra Nevada Oktoberfest Feisbier. I guess you would call it if you're the German. <laughs> This was a recommendation by Barbecue Brand, by the way. Yeah, Sierra Nevada does a great job. They will, um, they'll partner with some German breweries and make their Oktoberfest, and it's it's really good. It's it's good every time they do. I think this year, yeah, it is. I think this year they they partnered with Paul Anna, which you know I think I have a Paul Anna around here somewhere. Bam! Nice. So yeah, I got a Paul Anna. Got a little something from Hofbrau. Hofbrau, nice. I have an Erdinger. Nice. And I have a little something from the States. Uh, It is by Flying Tiger right here in northern Louisiana. Their Oktoberfest. So I don't plan on drinking all of these tonight, but if I do, mind your business. (laughs) Uh, Beer's pretty good. I'm not a a huge beer drinker, but for Oktoberfest, it is the appropriate libation i guess you could call it <laughs> yeah, this is very very good i like it a lot i'm usually a paul and her fan and what's the other one that i like so much i can never remember the name of it uh, so I... the hacker and schlock or something like that nope brand barbecue brand knows with the monks oh salvador oh. salvador <laughs> yes yes so so yeah barbecue the, uh... brand is, is the beer connoisseur on the podcast right right tonight <laughs> most definitely most definitely yeah, I'm I'm not a Cicerone, but I'm, you know, I, I drink a lot of beer. So, you know, there's that. You get to taste different things. It's it's fun. Since we're talking about Oktoberfest and we're drinking it right now, right? I want to show you guys something special, something that I've had for probably the past, I don't know, 13 years or so. These are my authentic German Steins. Oh, I've nice. never drank beer out of these. This is one of them. This is from Deutschland, Germany. Uh, this is another one from Deutschland. This one is really nice. It's got the little lid. Oh, that one's pretty. I've, mm-hmm. It still has the paper, the packing paper in it. I've oh, never nice. done anything. Now, this one is from Germany as well. Uh, this one is from Schwebsgemund, <laughs> and uh, I will be pouring in here tonight. But nice. before I do that, I want to show you the Oktoberfest color, right? So you'll see, you know, it's a little, it's it's pretty light. Some of them are a little bit darker. So the Oktoberfest beers are usually brewed in March, right? So they're brewed in March and then usually around October. They they ferment throughout the throughout the summer and then they're usually ready to drink by the beginning of October, which is when Oktoberfest takes place, which is the two weeks leading into October. I think the first Sunday in October is whenever Oktoberfest is over. 
but yeah, Oktoberfest beer is my favorite. Absolutely. Yeah, I remember. I remember the beer. Nice Hacker Hacker Shore uh, is a pretty Shore, good. Yeah, it's a good, really good Oktoberfest beer. Definitely. They make good beer in general. I love beer. <laughs> I am a beer Prost. girl for sure. Prost. <laughs> Prost. I'm probably the not the beer drinker of the group. It's not that I don't like the taste. It's I can only have a couple of beers and I just feel really full. Yeah, it's it it will get you, especially depending on how it's brewed. You know, it, it it'll fill you up. All of that malt. Yeah. Oktoberfest are usually made pretty malt forward. That's what gives gives it that darker, slightly darker color. Yeah, we call it like a like a sandwich in a can, man. <laughs> <laughs> Drink those calories. I'm all good with it. Yeah. So you'll actually see some Oktoberfest that will. Let me see if I have anything here. Oh, this one. You'll see right here where it says Oktoberfest Marzen. Mm-hmm. Right? That Marzen, that's that is German. Marzen is German for March. So that's when it's that's whenever the mm. uh the beer is brewed. So if you see that's that, really then cool. that just lets you know that it's usually, you know, usually an Oktoberfest style beer. The more you know. <laughs> <laughs> Had no idea it was brewed in March. Now I know. <laughs> I just want to give you guys a couple of little fun facts uh, about Oktoberfest history. And the festival is over 200 years old. So it originated October 12th, 1810 for the celebration of the marriage of the crown prince of Bavaria, who later became King Louis I, to Princess Therese von Socken Hildenburghausen. That's a mouthful. Therese von Socken Hildenburghausen. Back in there the day, around, back in the day around the way, we used to call her Hildy B. You know, we ain't, we ain't gonna talk about what she used to do. Yeah, but uh, I'm just gonna call I'm just gonna call it I'm just gonna call it T. You know, just this is just Let's just call it T, Princess T. <laughs> That's it, Louisiana. We ain't got time for that. Just shorten it up. That's everybody gets a name. Yeah, everybody gets a nickname around here. I say, look, people in Louisiana, look, we give everybody a nickname. And look, if you don't like the first one you get, you'll just get one worse. So just accept it. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> so uh, they were married on the grounds of the, let's see, Theresen Weiss, Weiss, Theresen Weiss, to be later named after the bride, which was the, um, that marked the birth okay. of Oktoberfest. <laughs> So every hundred years, they they go back to the original location and celebrate it and celebrate the history of why it was done there. Oktoberfest in Munich, over 500,000 roast chickens are served. 124 giant oxen and about a gazillion pretzels. Those are all (laughs) served each year. (laughs) That is insane. That that is That's crazy. A celebration. So the funny thing is, is that they they have been making in Germany. They've been making pretzels forever. They were making pretzels longer than they've been making beer, and they've been making beer for an ungodly long amount time. of time. <laughs> a long time. Didn't so, didn't monks didn't monks make pretzels or something like that? That that's right. So they they'll during Oktoberfest they'll actually wear uh, necklaces with with pretzels around them because it signifies the three. Uh, ingredients in beer. There were beer laws that came out. I think they called it the Weinheiskabut uh, or something like that. The Weinheiskabut. Weinheiskabut. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's beer purity laws from Germany. Oh. They said that you can only make beer with, I think it's water, uh, barley, and hops. Wow. And they later they later added yeast, I believe. It signifies that and the pretzel, the three holes on the pretzel also signifies the three level of like monic or monk levels of that, that you can reach. So it's like spiritual like these monks make great beer. You just wouldn't Some believe spiritual it. beer. That, that, <laughs> that's oh crazy. I had I had him. Oh it's my like, god! This it's like the brother. It's like the, the brother to Jesus juice, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's that funny. It's literal. It's literal. Jesus juice. Well, <laughs> that's funny. Oh man, I didn't really, I didn't really know that about about pretzels. You know, a lot of good things are made by monks. So monks make beer, cheese, wine, all kinds of cre- fruit cakes. 
Uh, barbecue brand, have you ever been to the Oktoberfest in Germany? I haven't. That's a sore subject. I, I want to go. I want to oh. go really bad. But no, I haven't been. I, I think I would partake in, in all of it. I'm, a, I'm a very much so a win in Rome type person. So uh-huh. I'm, if I go somewhere and the customs are, are, you know, X, Y, and Z, I'm pretty much partaking in X, Y, and Z. You know, you only live once, so just go out there and be, you know, whatever. Do whatever you they right. do. I want to do what y'all right. do. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> how fun does that look? You know, being in those huge beer halls and what do they call them? Party tents or something? I don't know the exact. It looks, yeah, it looks like a blast to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it looks amazing. Like, I used to want one of them big beers. Just, <laughs> I just want to walk around with one and, like, cheers with everybody. <laughs> Yeah, it looks like they know how to have a good time. So, oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I, so, from uh, from from my experience with people from Germany, um, they are a great time. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and take this time to give a shout out to my brother-in-law, Mr. Tim Rommelfanger. If you didn't know he was German before, you know it now. Tim Rommelfanger. <laughs> he was the one that actually he goes. He has family in Germany, and he'll go to Germany every few years. Him and his wife, uh, which is you know my wife's sister. Janie and um he's the one that actually got me these signs from Germany and he's brought me back some glasses and and all kind of things so I, I've been exposed to German culture for the past 15 plus years you know dealing with him that's my brother oh, that's cool man that's really cool I've worked with a few Germans they have an interesting sense of humor one of my jobs the German group their code number was 666 so <laughs> wow okay oh <laughs> Dang. It's, it's true. Yeah. It's true. It's like, what is that? Oh, that's from that's from uh six six six. I was like, oh, the Germans. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. They, wow, and hey, uh... by the way, they picked that number. That was not that was Ooh. not a sign they picked it. They thought it was hilarious. Yeah, that's uh that can get dark. We're not gonna even go yeah. there. Right. Yeah, we <laughs> yeah. trying to be out, we are trying to stay in the party mood. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I just said they're they're interesting people. Goodness gracious! So, what are some stateside Oktoberfest? Well, you showed us one just a minute ago, barbecue brand. What are some of the other brands that like well-known brands that do like Oktoberfest beer? So there's yeah, there's a a few that that do it in the states. the The funny thing about stateside beer and like European beer, like specifically Germany, is that Germans they've been making beer for hundreds and hundreds of years. For instance, I think, it, is it Hockershore or maybe, um, it might be Weinstefaner. They they claim to be the world's oldest brewery. They've been making uh, beer since like the year 1046. That don't even no, sound that's... like a real year. Like that's the, the, wow. the 10th century. <laughs> like that's, that's wild. Um, is that the 10th or the 11th, right? It's one... Is that the, oh, I guess it would be the 11th. Yeah. yeah. But either way, you know, that was a, a long, long time ago. That's a long time ago, but uh, they just do it the best. They make the best beer in the world, if you ask me. But uh, stateside, you know, there's some really good Oktoberfest here. Don't get me wrong. I mean, you got Shiner. There's just, there's so many. Everybody, every brewer makes a uh, their version of an Oktoberfest. Um, some of my favorite is this Flying Tiger that I have here. This is a pretty good one. The have Sierra Nevada, any... obviously. Have you... Right. Have you had any from uh, St. Arnold's? Oh yes, I have. I have. Saint Saint Arnold's Arnold's does have a good October. Really good. So they have a they have a Gutentag. Oh, yeah, that one's pretty good. Mm. Gutentag, (laughs) Gutentag. After you drink, finish drinking all that. (laughs) Oh yes. Oh, it's so good. It's so so good. Their beers are excellent. Excellent. Yeah, they make some good beer. Yeah, and Mm -hmm. uh, what's the one that I can never pronounce? Yingling. 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 Yingling makes good beer. Ying Yang. Yeah. <laughs> Yingling makes good beer too. Yeah, Yingling, that was one of the beers that Yingling had a lot of of draw to it because you couldn't get it around here. I don't know if you were able to get it in Houston, but like up until Not like five until years twenty twenty one, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the time it was a beer you drank when you went to the beach. So you went to, you know, Alabama, Florida, you were able to get Yingling. And then they finally started distri- uh, distributing to this area. You know, it was it was really good for a while, and then it's, it's still yeah. really good beer. I think it's the oldest brewery in the states. Uh, it is, yeah, it definitely is. 
Uh, yeah, it was a big deal when Yingling came to Texas. People are losing their minds. So, but it is it is a good beer, and it's not it's not very expensive. It's a good beer. No, it's a really good. Oh beer. yeah, pretty pretty solid. I don't know. I guess they make an Oktoberfest. I haven't had it. Yeah. Look, yeah, I put it. I, I put it above Budweiser, Miller, all those. It's better <laughs> than that. So, whoo! Hey, look, yeah. I don't. Yeah. I yeah. don't. I don't. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> This buzz, I'm sorry, sorry, um, you know, major brewing companies, but this bud is not for me. I'm not a fan. Nah, <laughs> nah you know, no, no, don't no. don't give that to me. There's just way too too much. No. There's too many better I, options out there. You know, there was a lot of controversy around Budweiser, but I I realized I've been bought. I've, I I thought about this and I said I have never actually bought Budweiser a Bud Light in my entire life. So no, I guess I mean, I've been boycotting it forever. You know, Anheuser Busch they make other products, so I mean they get they yeah. get my money in other ways, but not by way of Bud Budweiser or Bud Light. That's just that's no. just not a thing. No. Not a thing in this I household. Mean, maybe they did. You know, <laughs> when I was in high school. <laughs> Come on, let's be honest. It's frat. It's frat boy beer. That's what it is. I mean, like <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's a. Uh, mm -hmm. And then Bud Light was like when we had a little extra money to throw into the pot. <laughs> Otherwise, it was that natty light. <laughs> Keystone. Keystone Red Dog. Oh no! Oh uh, no! We never did that. When it we, we had pro. We, you know we had standards. <laughs> <laughs> no Keystone. <laughs> no Keystone. No Bush. Ooh. Bush is like you take natural light and water it down. You know, some of that is not too bad when you, you know, if you if you need something for breakfast while you're fishing, you know, or something yeah, right. like that. You know, look, I say it but, doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't taste bad, but it doesn't really taste like much either. So, so let's just jump back into planning our Oktoberfest parties here. What do you think would be better for a party if we would get uh, cans, bottles, or if we would get a keg? Depends how many people are coming. If you have a lot of people coming to keg, keg would be good. Right. But then, you know, you also have something to refrigerate the keg, so you need a lot of ice. You'll need something to put the keg in. You got and, a fancy uh, schmancy like like barbecue brand. I don't have a fancy a, a kegerator is all is a nice thing to have, but you gotta be into <laughs> drinking beer to have that. Kegs are really good for you actually save money with kegs because, you know, depending on the beer that you that you get with a keg if you do have a a kegerator fine if you don't you can you know use one of those big blue buckets that they give you whenever you do rent a keg you usually end up saving about you know anywhere from 75 cents to a dollar 50 per beer by oh. by purchasing a keg over over like a six pack or a 12 pack it's just mm -hmm. cheaper what about and it lasts longer. quality like the freshness is is it better with a keg versus like can or bottled i've yeah, always keg. found I've, yeah i've always found draft beer to have less bitter notes to it that's mm -hmm. that's what I, that's what i feel i feel like you you just get a smoother beer coming out of a keg yeah you do you get a smoother beer you can you can even set your co2 percentage you know on on uh, mount like how you want your beer to flow let's say you rent a keg and you throw it in a big blue bucket and you get one of those taps and you're tapping your beer when you when you pump that handle and y'all know what i'm talking about everybody's been to a keg party or something when you when you pump that <laughs> when you pump that handle all you're doing which what you're doing is you're pumping air into the keg so that you, your beer can flow it's it's air you're pumping in there so you're actually making your beer bad it's not gonna a keg of beer is not gonna last any longer than a, a day or a day and a half by pumping air into it with a kegerator, right. it's a closed system. So you're oh. you're having CO2 flow with your beer and the system is closed off. So there's no air getting into your keg. So I'll get a keg put in my kegerator and it's good for three, four months. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Fancy schmancy, like I said. You, you, don't have a, <laughs> you don't have a nitro tap yet, man? <laughs> I don't. My, my brother-in-law, Mr. Tim Romelfanger. So I feel like Tim is going to be the equivalent if everybody knows who Gabriel Iglesias is, Fluffy, you know, he always has these stories in his, his stand-up comedy about Martinez. I think Tim is going to turn out to be Martinez in, in this podcast. He's eventually going to make his way onto this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Tim has the yeah. entire setup. Tim actually has, you know, he's a German, so he has two kegerators and, uh, you know, three taps total. Mm -hmm. And he has wow. the full conversion kit for European kegs because you need a different coupler, you need a uh, a different tap, 
you know, a different uh, tank. If you're if you're running like Guinness, you need, you know, a nitrogen and CO2 mixture, 75, right. 25. So, yeah, he has the whole nine. I'm not on his level yet. That's pretty cool, though. Like, what is he? He has, you said two kegerators, and that's what he has all this set up in? Yeah, he has, well, he has an outdoor kitchen, so he has an outdoor kegerator. And then he has a refrigerator that he converted into a kegerator with, with nice. two taps and his freezer at the top for his glasses. So we're, we're oh, never nice. thirsty whenever I visit. <laughs> Put it to you that way. That's awesome. Well, let's jump into part two. Let's talk about the food at this party. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so let's start off with appetizers. What kind of appetizers are we going to have at this? Oktoberfest party. Well, I mean, like, look, Oktoberfest party, lots of beer, lots of food. That's, that's, don't be short on either, either of those. So for appetizers, you know, a, a nice sausage platter would be really nice. And, uh, also, uh, pretzels, pretzel bites, mustards, uh, pickles. Uh, Germans make really great sausage. That's something else they're famous for, probably. After beer is sausage. So bratwurst, but there's smoked yep. sausages, there's fresh sausages, there's, uh, Dried sausages too. One of my favorite German sausages is Weizwurst. Weizwurst is, is like translates to like white sausage. It looks very unappealing. Oh, you, I know what you're talking you about. It. Yeah, not worse. Is, oh man, it's so good. Like you actually cook it. You cook it gently with like just a little bit of water in the pan, and mm -hmm. and it's just it's really good. You dip that in some some like German mustard. So they have that. Mm -hmm. They got. They got, um, what's the other one? This is not necessarily a sausage, but it's something that I really like. It's called Laborwurst, and it's more of like a pate. And mm. I don't know if you if you like pate, but I, I, I like do. It. Yeah, uh, there's also uh, there's also currywurst is is real popular mm -hmm. in Germany too, and that's basically like I think it's either a knockwurst, it could be bratwurst, it could be anyone any sausage, but it's served with a spicy uh, curry ketchup, which is actually really good, and I typically make this for mm -hmm. our Oktoberfest celebration every year. Yeah, it's oh gosh, mm. it's so good. Do you have a picture of one of our platters? Yeah, pull that up. Yeah. See that. We started pre-COVID, like everybody else, doing things, socializing at their house, and we started doing an Oktoberfest. It just kind of grew from there, and I look forward to it every single year. It's, so. Yeah, it's one, of, it's one of my favorite parties that we throw. Mm -hmm. It mm. is a food fest, to say the least. Y'all uh, throwing that this year, or what was going on? Oh, yeah, but we, of course, man. I think we are. Okay. When, when, when that's happening. <laughs> We'll put that invitation in the mail. Okay, no, y'all got my number. I don't need no mail. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that might get that might get lost, girl. I don't know. Send, talk, call me. I don't want to yeah, miss I this. We, not the last weekend of October, but the weekend before that, most likely. So, mm -hmm. and not to mention, you know, it optional costumes because you know Halloween. So mm -hmm. whatever, mm -hmm. whatever floats your boat. <laughs> you want to come looking like Oktoberfest. Or Halloween, it's up to you. <laughs> there's there's different sausages too. Um, there's, um, I haven't had this personally, but uh, there's uh, I think it's pronounced bloodwurst, which is basically mm. like blood sausage. Yeah. And uh, you know that's that's something that I like. I've had the 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 Southern Louisiana version of that. You know when it comes blood, to boudin. blood boudin, yeah. Oh, I love it. It's just that I don't know. It, it's a it's a different flavor. And people it's, get uh, intimidated it by it, it, but it's good. Yeah, it's a and, and, and just to be clear, like uh, bl blood sausage is cooked. It is not raw blood. It's cooked blood. It, right. it is a very particular process. But blood has to be cooked within a certain time period of it being bought, and it has to be cooked within, I believe, it's twenty four hours. It's a very very short period that it has to be cooked. Otherwise, it's thrown in the trash. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah, it's not safe. But I've had um, blood sausage at the Texas Renaissance Festival over here, mm -hmm. and it was delicious. Things like that always surprise me, like the flavors. Like, for instance, haggis. I was so afraid to try haggis. I, I don't really like the flavor of, like, liver or, you know, um, those kinds of organs. And mm -hmm. I was afraid. But I shouldn't be because, obviously, boudin, rice dressing, being from the South, Right. I should have been used to these flavors, but for some reason, it just scared me, and it was delicious. 
The same with the blood sausage at the Renfest. It, it has such a unique flavor, but it's not minerally or irony tasting at all. It's, it's very unique. I encourage anybody to try it. Like, just try it one time. If you don't like it, at least you say you tried it, you know? Blood sausage is pretty good. It has a, it has a unique flavor to it. It has its own quality. I've tried Polish blood sausage. I've tried... English black pudding, and I've tried Argentinian blood sausage as well. I, the Polish one is really good. I think the spices they use really uh, accent the flavor well. So that's that's one of my favorites is the Polish. I think we actually served Polish blood sausage at the last Oktoberfest we did. We did. We definitely did. You know, living in Houston, we really have uh, the advantage of being able to buy things like that. Like there is a Polish store not far from our house, and they have all kind of fresh sausages all kind of smoked meats all anything you can think of and then beyond and mm. we got so much stuff over there but, but the story of brandon going in there the first time actually getting stuff for our Oktoberfest party is hilarious Tell oh tell yes story. oh this is this is a this is a good one so i go and <laughs> i go into this polish store you know like polish sausage and german sausage are pretty close so i said you know this is Close enough. It's fresh meat. How you know? So I go in there. I'm looking for a kielbasa, and she looks at me. And says, "It's all kielbasa," and I'm like, "Oh man, there's like 14 or 15 types of sausage in here, and they're all different sizes, different colors." Like, uh, what's what's your standard sausage? So she kind of goes through it. They use a lot of a lot of interesting spices. There's a sausage we really like. It's made with juniper. There's a veal sausage, there's a garlic pork sausage, there's chicken sausage, there's all kinds of sausages. So these people are like the sausage making masters, man. I mean, being from Louisiana <laughs> and being intimidated by sausage is not something I would have ever expected in my life, but I was. I was like, what, what is this? What is all this stuff? You have all these great yeah. things. And I, I think the first time that I spent, I spent like 75 bucks on sausage. I just come, I said, I just bought everything. <laughs> yeah. Everything you, you I saw, I in, bought. You go straight into panic mode. Like, oh, yeah, I, there's, there's 40 different types of sauce. Oh, uh, well, give me, help the next person. I'll be right back. <laughs> right. And this lady, like, is the same lady that's working mm. Every single time we go in there, and she's basically like, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the old show Seinfeld, but the guy that was the soup Nazi, like no soup for you. She is the equivalent of that, but the Polish sausage lady. <laughs> like, she can. Uh, her eyeshadow is as blue as the seventies. Okay, like <laughs> rocking that blue eyeshadow, and I feel like the more intense it is, like the worse she's gonna be that day. Like she's just. I don't know. She's crazy. Sometimes she's in a good mood and sometimes not. So the <laughs> first time I went there, she was real nice to me. The second time, I was like, what do you want? You know, it's like, I was like, uh, oh, just give me those wow. right over there. I knew what I wanted. So it wasn't, I was right. like, you know, juniper, pork and garlic, you know, a few others. Let me try the blood one. You know, give me some of that bacon yeah. too. They have really good bacon. <laughs> If you if you're watching yes. this, uh, you know if you're watching this, shout out to you, Kilbasa lady. Oh yeah, <laughs> but it's a it's a great store. I mean, it's a great place. They do they do all their sausage in house. It's all fresh made. It's got it's got a great texture. It's not like that pasty sausage. It's it's really and they also have imported sausages too. So and sausages made all over the place. So it's a, it's pretty good. You know, it's it's really hard to find a a German store around. Like it's not that's that's one thing that's hard to find. And the, the closest one that I've been to that I've seen is a place right outside of uh Dallas Fort Worth. And it's called I believe it's called Kirby's. And it's a little small store, but they have all of the authentic German sausages, everything that I was talking about, the labor worse, the vice versa, the you know, you mm -hmm. curry words, they got summer sausage, they got everything. They have the German mustards that come straight from Germany. Mm -hmm. You know, everything in there is super oh, authentic. Yeah, yeah. If you can find you a place like that, just try some stuff out. Cause I tell you, I, I wasn't, yeah. I never got a chance to really taste any of those types of things growing up and, and just to be able to travel around and really just kind of expand my palate and just have that, that experience is really, is really fun. It's really good. They they have a German restaurant not far from our house called Rudy Leschner's. Mm -hmm. That place is, is popping. Bang. Yeah, <laughs> that's really good. It's always so good. Okay, so hold <laughs> up. Let me tell you all about this. Let me tell you what happened. So I'm with KCP and Brandon D. 
and they take me. To, they've been telling me about Rudy Lesnar's for the longest time, and I was like, you know what? I'm a little bit more familiar with German culture now. I've had some food. I'm like, you know what? I would love some German, some German food. So it was actually our second option because there's a million and one places to eat in, in Houston, but we weren't Literally. able to get into the first Literally. place. So we ended up over here, and I walk in, and you know, you always anytime that you go to a new restaurant, you really want to know, especially if it's area specific or like uh you know genre spe specific <laughs> you you have in the back of your mind if this is going to be really authentic and i walk in and they have a dude decked out playing uh yodeling out over there and just just going hard and that that was the music for the evening you know you go to you go to another place you know and, and you got live music it's just regular but no this was right. this was this was for it's real legit. this was the real deal yeah we so, we went one time and the guy was playing like a saw, like yeah, it was, was pretty cool making a saw. And then another time we went and they had like a real alpine horn, like it was stretched across the restaurant, <laughs> and they were playing it. I Dang. was like, this is this is insane. This place is like they always have live music and it's just always such a fun time. So this is uh this is uh one of the sausages. This is the first sausage platter I made for my first Oktoberfest party and uh it's my least impressive one. I can't find the pictures of the other one. We'll we'll find oh, it. Man. We'll, we'll, we'll is get that, it. Is there. that some is that some sauerkraut I see right there? That was some pickled onions that I did. I made some oh, pickled okay, onions, okay. there's some mustards, there's a sweet Bavarian and then there's a hot mustard and there's a a, a bread I got from the Polish lady. She convinced me to buy that too. <laughs> you must buy the bread too. Buy the bread. Buy everything. <laughs> you got to do what she say. She she the expert. No, do what she no say. sausage yeah. for you. <laughs> yeah. She's uh she she can she can be a little mean. She can be a little mean. She's a good she's a good lady, but she's mama don't take no shit. Hard. Hard. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to uh send you the picture because the one from last year was very impressive. I have to say. Oh yeah, it's I had to buy a whole new pan for it. I mean, I. <laughs> I did a. Uh, we do our sausage platter now. It's on a full size uh, sheet pan. Yeah, the same size sheet pan that is in that we use as our dog kennel bottom. It's, yeah, it's it's, it's, it's pretty big. <laughs> it's a full size sheet pan, not Golly. a half size, not a quarter, a full size. Yes, and that thing was <laughs> filled, completely filled. So I love some pickled onions, but let me ask y'all a question: Have do you like sauerkraut? Have you had sauerkraut? Do you like it? I do. I do uh, like sauerkraut. Yeah. I what do I too. don't care for is that purple cabbage when it's nah. cooked. Yeah, I think that's just you know. You know you, yeah, she she doesn't. Uh, KCP is not a fan of a particular a spice. It's caraway seed, and she hates it <laughs> very much. Very so. much rye bread. Not this girl. Mm. Not gonna try. I I can't do it. It tastes like like perfume in my mouth. Like it, uh, it is caraway is that's that's one that's one of the spices that's used in German and Polish sauces is caraway, and it it can be really strong. It's used in bratwurst usually pretty sparingly, but I remember I got this bratwurst this year. I had this gift card to this fancy butcher shop, and I said, "Oh man, I'm gonna go get some bratwurst from over there." And I'm like, "I'm like super pumped to get it. It's expensive, but hey, it's on a gift card, so I get the bratwurst." And then I cook it, and I eat it, and I'm like, "Man, the HEB bratwurst I like better than because it, it it's just too much caraway in there." You know, I don't know what it is about some chefs, but they like a lot of chefs like to do this. They like to take a really controversial, polarizing ingredient. And really focus in on it and put way too much of that shit in there. Kill, and there was kill way too it. much caraway. Yeah, it's like, okay, I know Bratwurst has a little caraway, but this was this was a lot of caraway. This is like I was like, man, this this is tasting like a Vienna sausage right now, and I'm I'm not liking this. <laughs> yeah, see, that's just that's that's something that a fool of Vienna that's bad. Yeah, that's a, that's a bad, and that's, that's and that's the flavoring to Vienna so, sausage that people don't like. It's caraway seeds. So, so that's, we already talked about this and we're going to have an episode about ingredients and pairing and all of that stuff. There's a difference between hammering somebody with an ingredient that is just, oh not, yeah, this is off-putting and then hitting yeah. people with flavor, right? Right. You can, 
you can hammer in on flavors that are complementary and that are you can tolerate but you know if you got a really controversial ingredient and you just try to you know hammer down yeah. on somebody with that that's probably not a it good was, idea it was it was yeah caraway is one of those uh what's another one uh cardamom, cardamom. another spices that could be really polarizing it's just yes but the caraway yes. seeds it was it's just it's just it's not so i was just like this is not what's up man kind of like if you bite into a szechuan peppercorn yeah, yeah. Or, or or clove. But at uh, least that's temporary. No, the card cardamom sticks around. Speaking of clove, since you mentioned that, clove is an ingredient in Hefeweizen. Paul Anner is the Hefeweizen that they make is like my second favorite Hefe in, in the world. My first favorite is uh, Francis Connor. So Francis Connor is made, I think, by Spatten Francis Connor Brow. I think they're like a collaboration or a. Mm -hmm. a brewery that makes both of them but anyway that is one of the ingredients for hefe bison so hefe is made with you know your your three main ingredients from the from the purity laws and <laughs> you know there's a little bit of like banana flavor in there but it's very subtle and then mm -hmm. clove but when people in the states try to make hefe they put way too much like banana flavoring and way too much clove in it so if you'll taste a Francis Connor or a Paul Lanner or a Benedictiner or an Erdinger or any of these German Hefe's, they taste amazing because they've been making them Ooh. for a thousand years. Right. And then when you a taste a stateside Hefe, it tastes completely opposite and it's disgusting. But mm. I'm, I'm sorry mm. for all of the brewmasters out there that make Hefe. Um, you know, mm -hmm. I'm not talking to you specifically. <laughs> but... It, yeah, y'all got to generalizing, gotta right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it, For, it, it can be. It can, this is where the controversy starts. Y'all, y'all are making right, terrible right. hefe in the states. <laughs> All right, I need y'all to get with it. Y'all, some of y'all need to travel to Germany. Go talk to go talk to LDB and them, and and make something better because this ain't tasting right. Oh, there's one of our. There's a. There, oh. There's a. Oh, see, how, see how much. Let me upgrade you. Upgrade you. Yeah. Oh, boy. Also, also boy. I'm hungry, boy. And I have to believe that's the curry ketchup in the middle, too. It is. Uh -uh, no, okay, okay there, yeah, that, that is. But I'm trying to figure out um, what that is on the left-hand side. No, what that is on the right-hand side at the bottom. That's like some smoked sausage. That's some blood sausage. That's, that's the blood the, sausage. Where you got that? They, oh, oh, you got that, Polish, that place? At the, yeah, at the Polish store. I also, I also uh, smoked that too. I put it on a little. I put it on a little oak smoke. Quick note right here: if if you are listening to this on a platform other than YouTube, you don't see the visuals. Just go ahead and slide right on over to YouTube, and you know while you're there, hit the the like and the subscribe button for me. But exactly. you know, go and take a look at some of these visuals because we got a, we got a few of them in here for this episode for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I got well, some more. Yeah, it's yeah, look like it's like a like anything parties anything the rules of a sequel bigger louder dumber so you know. exactly <laughs> exactly oh let's see and this is just the appetizers folks <laughs> no we haven't mm. even gotten to the main event yet right sure right haven't. we have a lot of uh, serving wear oh <laughs> uh, you host parties you have to it's like barbecue pits the more you have the more you want mm -hmm. right so here's oh. a little Peppertini, pickles, uh, pickled onions. We got like a goat cheese with cranberry in the middle and some little fancy crackers. Yeah, I think those are, mm -hmm. I think I, I did that one year. It was, I think it was pickled red onions and apple. Oh yeah, that's true. So it gave a, it gave a little bit of mm. sweetness to it. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yes, we Good. also do the uh, now discontinued Beer cheese soup from Rudy Leshner's. It's my own recipe. I invented it. <laughs> no, it's yeah. actually I got I got it from them. That's actually a really good soup. Beer it's, cheese soup. It's, okay, but they don't make it anymore. They stopped serving. I said, like, "You have the beer and cheese soup. The wine. It's a wine and cheese soup, actually." And they're like, "Oh, wine and no, cheese." No, we stopped. We stopped serving, and I was like, "Wow, that's like one of the best things you had on your menu." And I was I was disappointed. But they had the recipe that they took off. They don't have it online anymore. But we saved, I it. saved it. Oh, I, sh I surely <laughs> did. <laughs> this this is the one from last year. Dang. Yes. Yeah. I believe so. Man. Yeah. Y'all, that's some okra up there. Yeah, boy. Hey, it's the South, man. We we served it with some pickled <laughs> okra too. Let you know <laughs> if the Germans yeah, had okra. 
<laughs> if the Germans had okra, they would have pickled it. So I felt I felt it was appropriate. Oh, we have for like sure. A, a thousand mustards to go with everything. Oh, there's uh, there's a stone ground. There's a uh, there's some uh, the stone ground. There's a truffle mustard. There's a Bavarian mustard. There's mm-hmm. a hot mustard. Anything you could possibly imagine. So you know, yep. just just have fun with it. You know, just get a bunch of stuff that's interesting. Try a bunch of stuff, and you know, just go for it. Y'all yeah. would have to distract me at this party because I'm smashing that <laughs> whole right side. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> and then down the middle, we have there was it was some kind of head cheese. It was a, it was an yeah, it's a head cheese and aspic of some some to- yeah. sorts. And then there was a, I believe in the middle below the blood sausage was which is in the middle. There's some type of uh, pate that I got. That's when I got that. Those things were I got that from that fancy butcher shop, which is now closed in Houston. But I got those two things, and those two things were actually really good. It was better than the bratwurst, which was still good, but I, I thought it was a little too far on the caraway from my taste, and that's that's just my personal opinion. So, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So you just got to get creative with it, you know. Right, right. It, you can't do anything wrong, you know. You, you serve food, people are gonna be happy. That's all yeah. that matters. Yeah. Right, right, exactly. I didn't already. So, I already had supper, like, I, but now I'm hungry again. I. <laughs> We we hadn't even talked about like some of these other little dishes here, you know. Some uh, oh yeah, oh my head, yeah. So schnitzel, the, the schnitzel. schnitzel, yeah. And for those that don't know, schnitzel is basically a uh, it's a thinned out piece of pork tenderloin that's pounded out flat, pretty thin, and then coated in egg and breadcrumb and deep fried, or not deep fried, pan fried. Uh, mm-hmm. Traditional schnitzel is pan fried. Uh, I don't know if it's in butter or is it in uh, oil. I don't know. I've never made it. I've just eaten it a lot. And yeah. Oh, I've, I've made it. I've made it plenty of times, but I cheat because I deep fry. So call me a cheater, whatever. Yeah. You know, I, I have you. to. I have to. I have to make food for like twenty, thirty people, so I don't have time to, you know, put one piece of schnitzel in a pan, yeah. and yeah, nobody's gonna know the difference. My favorite is schnitzel and like potatoes. Mm-hmm. And and sauerkraut. We were talking about that a little earlier. I love sauerkraut. I feel like sour flavored things get a really bad rap because mm-hmm. you know people people associate sour with being bad, and it's not in, right. in in the right in the right quantity. You know that sour kind of ingredient is really really good and complimentary. And I love mm-hmm. I love slightly sour things. You know. In my savory, it, it, it helps break up the the richness of the of mm-hmm. like something like schnitzel, which is often served with us. Uh, usually, uh, schnitzel can be served plain, or it can be served with a sauce. Uh, we do a a mushroom gravy. That's what makes what's called a Jaeger schnitzel. Uh, we have also done um, a a beer and mustard sauce. I can't remember mm-hmm. what that mm-hmm. one's called, but that's pretty good too. And then uh, you know, so it's, it's just it's just a thing to have fun with. You know, any Absolutely. sauce works. Uh, you know, like a, uh, some type of Mornay sauce, which is like a cheese sauce, works really well on a schnitzel as well. Pretty mm-hmm. much anything. I mean, yeah, it's, it's very versatile. <laughs> yeah, you know, it turn it into a sandwich, a schnitzel sandwich. It makes sense. But, okay. Mm-hmm. But the traditional, the traditional season, pretty simple, is just salt, pepper, the pork, it's deep fried, serve as fried, and then served with a little wedge of lemon, and you squirt the lemon on it. And it's really good. I, I eat that right now. <laughs> But I tell you what, we did one year, we served, we made from scratch, spätzle. Mm. Let me rephrase mm. that. I made from scratch spätzle. Guess what I will never make again? Spätzle. <laughs> I looked at that and I was like, I really don't want a part of this. <laughs> you know, that's wow. just one of those things you just leave to the pros. It's 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 kind of a pain and... Uh, it's it's really not worth it. So we switch from uh, we switch from doing spatial to doing potatoes. So uh, that's what we switched on. So what we did was we just did a uh, you know we par cook potatoes, we boil them, and then we just leave them out to steam until they come down to room temperature. Season them up a little bit, and then deep fry them, and then we serve them with a little like a little mustard beer sauce, and it is fantastic. Oh, and sounds- everybody likes that. This it's it's better than the spatial in my opinion. So. That sounds that sounds delicious. What y'all what y'all know yeah. about since we're talking about them potatoes? What y'all know about that katofa salad? Oh. Pulling out them German words. That's, today, you uh, heard me. That's potato salad. <laughs> I've actually never had katofa salad, 
I've been wanting to make it. I've been wanting to, to taste it, at, you know, mm-hmm. some place. But I've been I, I've been wanting to make it myself because I'm not a potato salad person because I don't like what mayonnaise. Nah, I don't, I don't mess with the man. That's a that's that's a whole other situation for another sh- another episode. That's a whole other yeah. episode. But katofa salad is made with it's more of like a vinegar based dressing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Correct, and it's I, I think it's used with like bacon bacon drippings and stuff too. So mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's, that's up my alley right there. Sounds right. good to me, man. Can't, can't go wrong with, can't with be, that. Can't be bad. Yeah, I think our friend uh, John made uh, made it one time, but he's vegetarian, so it didn't have the, the bacon fat in it. But it was mm-hmm. delicious. It was really, mm-hmm. really good. So, but yeah, I mean, it's so versatile what you can come up with for this menu. You can ver- you can have anything, you know, just, just feed people and they'll be happy. You just know? have lots yeah. of it. Give us some carbs because mm-hmm. all that beer, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just it's just have fun with it, you know. Just try to try some new things. Schnitzel's pretty easy to make. Uh, you know, I, I I do a little bit more interesting. I do a little bit more with the seasoning than salt and pepper. I do salt, pepper, garlic, and a little bit of cayenne pepper just for a little heat. So, mm-hmm. but so, it's pretty simple. So you pound you pound out the pork and you then you dredge it in flour and then you dredge, then you dip it in egg. I I come I combine egg and mustard. It helps stretch your eggs a little bit. It works as a good binder. And then you dip it in breadcrumbs. You could use panko. You could use standard breadcrumbs. But then I deep fry it, breaking many rules of you know Germans. But hey, look, I I'm cranking it out. I don't I, my kitchen's only so big. So. You know, right. it takes a little while to pan fry schnitzel and deep frying. It takes about three minutes. So, right, right. right. You you yep. also use a different breading too than what you just said. I use panko breadcrumbs. You use cornflakes. Oh, that's correct. I do use cornflakes, panko breadcrumbs, and cornflakes. That's the, oh. the secret. Give away all my secrets here. I did another one too. I had some. I had some. Uh, some deer back straps. I had some venison back traps, and I, I wanted to do something different, so I did Ritz crackers and sour cream and onion potato chips. So, <laughs> bussin came out pretty yeah. good. Hashtag <laughs> bussin. Bussin. But that was just you know like you can you you can use and that potato chip idea comes from Chewy's because they make a chicken Elvis fried chicken and just dipped in. Uh, dredging a, a lace potato chip. So I was like, oh, that's not a bad idea. So I use sour cream and onion. Yep. Lays. Hey. They were lays. Hey. If, if it's good, it's good. You could do venison. You could do beef. You could do any type of lean. Because once again, remember from my fry episode that you want to you want to fry lean meats. Lean meats come out better in the fryer. So, you know, anything lean, tenderloins work well. I'm, I'm not going to fry a beef tenderloin because that's just, that's just too expensive. <laughs> oh, no, we're not doing that. Right. Go right, check our episode right. of Time to Fry. We'll tell you everything about frying. Exactly. Absolutely. So let's move on to the dessert section, and I'm going to make barbecue brand drool right quick. This uh, this from the word. <laughs> so, like, traditional stuff, you know, for Oktoberfest, you want to go with, like, apple strudel, those kinds mm-hmm. of flavors. But, you know, I want to mix it up a little bit, give it a little razzle-dazzle, you know. So let me show y'all what I did. Because, I mean, the, the oil was hot, right? When they're all hot, <laughs> you got to go with it. When it's hot. So these are apple pie egg rolls. <laughs> the, You're see, right, barbecue brand. Y'all right over there? No. Um, you see, I don't know if y'all remember, but this is what made me leave the podcast last the last episode. I needed a moment. Yeah. Hold on. I got a better picture for you. And y'all, this is so easy. It's just apple pie filling. You add a little bit of extra cinnamon. You can make your own if you want. (laughs) Yep. And you just kind of fill it in, wrap it up, and deep fry it. And put a little bit of powdered sugar on it. Lord have mercy. Yeah, they were good. They were really good. Uh, And you dusted it a little bit on the top. I see all of that little... That mm-hmm. is beginning to look a lot like Christmas. <laughs> I've actually been, uh, someone asked me to make these for a school fundraiser, a bake sale. <laughs> I was like, okay, no problem. You know, I guess you could do, I mean, fried pies are a thing, right? Why not fried mm-hmm. egg rolls? 
you know? Hey. So, yep. and it was good. It was really good. Oof. If you go to any grocery store, usually they'll have apple pie filling, any kind of pie filling. But if you're lucky, you can find the caramel apple pie filling. And if you can't, you can just always <laughs> add caramel chips to oh, it. Oh, we losing him. We losing him. I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm no, staying no. with it. I'm sticking. I'm sticking. If you can't find the apple, the caramel apple pie filling, you can buy caramel chips and just add that to right. it. Right, and just mix it in. Yes, but yeah, it, it was Ooh, it was a me. big hit. Oh, he cried. It was. He, he crying over here. Crying <laughs> <laughs> because I didn't want to make an apple strudel. I wanted finger foods. I wanted a finger food dessert, and this was perfect. Mm -hmm. Instead of cutting, you know, like. Everybody just digging in like some peach cobbler, you know, just digging in. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> some fango food. Some fango right. food. Right. And it was delicious. <laughs> it was delicious. So that's pretty much the gist of the foods. Just be creative. Don't be afraid to try new things when you're mm -hmm. planning for your Oktoberfest party. But well, you know, next Oktoberfest party, we'll record some, some shorts and catch us frying some stuff. So... Yes, absolutely. But don't forget, you need Oktoberfest music. What's a party without music, right? <laughs> That's right. Fun fact, Amazon has Oktoberfest playlists. They, Pandora also has Oktoberfest playlists. And you have decorations. You know, you want to get into all the little, what is it, that light blue and white checkered decorations. Mm. You know, if you want to get a little bit corny with it, you know. Mm -hmm. But and don't forget games. So there <laughs> what, is game, game. what games y'all playing? What games y'all playing at y'all Oktoberfest party? What's going we on? We're gonna do it this time because I didn't know they had games until I was researching for this. So there is a Stein racing game. So what, you walk is... with. <laughs> so you have your Stein, right? And you gotta walk with a full beer, and you gotta mm. walk with it in front of you, like your arm straight out, right? And you walk, and the person. You can make it like an obstacle course with it, right? Mm -hmm. And the the person with the most beer left in their stein at the end of the game wins. Oh, this is an outside man. game, okay? Just so right, exactly. like that if it's happening in the house. Inside, no. there's a mop and a bucket that you can use after you smoke <laughs> beer all over my damn yeah, floor. Yeah, exactly. Unless you got stained concrete floors and you're not doing that in the house. But No, no, no. no. There's also yeah. the... Um, what is it called? If I can say this, I'm gonna I'm gonna ruin this. Okay, sorry, Tim. Sorry. <laughs> Mass Krug Stimmen. Mass Krug Stimmen. So it's Mass Krug Steinen. No, there's no I. It's Stimmen. Oh, okay. M a s s k r u g s t e m m e n. Mass Krug Stimmen. Stimmen. So basically. You have to fill your stein to the very top, right? Participants have to hold out the stein in front of them, not to the side. Using either the right or left arm is fine, but the one not holding the the mug must be down at your side. So one out in front, one arm to the side, right? Mm -hmm. And you can't switch arms the entire time. So you have to hold it by the handle. And let's see, keeping their thumb off the top of the handle. So you can't even use your thumb to help with the strength. So, so you got to just hold, hold that it. thing. I've heard of this. Oh, yes, wow. hold it out. No spilling. So the last person to put their arm down wins. So that sounds fun. I have it sounds a, painful. I have a large stein in here. These are some smaller steins. I have a very large stein in here. I think it's right under, it's probably right at two liters. Oh my gosh. Wow, um, that's, because that's the boot, the das boot is uh, is what is that two and a half liters? Is that is that right? Am that's, I saying that that's right? That's a lot. That's a half um, gallon, man. Yeah. Holy crap! Yeah, yeah. So the, the sign that I have it, if you put a if you put one twelve ounce beer in it, it looks pathetic. <laughs> pathetic. So I can just oh, imagine filling that thing up to the top and holding it out straight. That would be crazy. Right I, right. I just have to be careful. Like with this game, be careful. Make sure that that beer is level. We don't want any extended, extended one arm salutes from a German part. There's, some people might get the wrong idea. 
I'm just saying. What? <laughs> what just happened? No, I'm, I'm just I'm just saying. You know, like let's make sure that the beers are chest level. We don't want we don't want to raise those up, man. This is a German style party. People get the wrong ideas. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Sorry, I had to oh, throw that out there. Keep, keep that thing chest level. Keep it chest level. We don't don't don't, don't elevate and click your heels together. You know, so. Oh. Goodness gracious. Okay, oh. moving on. <laughs> Sorry, inappropriate <laughs> moment of the night. Yeah, yeah. There, there's another game, you guys. That was actually, no, no, hold on. That was the safety moment of the night. This was the... <laughs> right. <laughs> let's call that what it is. Yeah, let's look at Look, you're doing this outside. People driving by. Your neighbors might get the wrong idea. I, I was wondering <laughs> when B was going to come in with the safety moment of the night, and he, he, yeah. he came right. through. All right. Safety cool. officer. Yeah. Be good. Be good. He's make, making sure nobody thinks you're saluting Hitler. Okay. No. That, 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 that's saying. important. That's important. <laughs> just saying. You know, <laughs> let's keep it PC. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, the, the next game I would not participate in, but it sounds really funny. It's the slap game. Oh, what? No, slap no, game. we're not slapping up. Well, the beer involved, people slapping each other. Nah, nah. <laughs> the slap game. Happy Slaptoberfest, it says. Nah, that, that's going to go game. left real. That's going to go right. left real fast. No, no y'all see it. Y'all seen those slap fights on YouTube? I mean, uh, sl yeah. slapping has slapping has gotten a whole new level of seriousness. I'm just saying. So this this slap game is definitely one of the most ridiculous and hilarious Oktoberfest games I've ever seen. And if you think I'm talking about the adorable leg slapping dance, you're mistaken. I'm talking man on man slapping here. <laughs> the guests, two participants, sit facing each other on a bench and take turns slapping each other until one falls off. The one who stays up is the clear winner. <laughs> but but have you really won so. anything? Uh, you win, but you, you haven't won. You win, but you lose. Okay, so I'll take back that win in Rome statement from earlier. We're going to put a few standards in place before we right. just do everything. So, you know? so let, me, let me tell you the real rules here. Well, number one, both players must sit cross-legged on the bench facing each other. Crisscross applesauce? Okay. Yes, crisscross applesauce. Okay. So first... First of all, you, you're not you, you, your balance is not going to be as stable if your legs were down, right? So, I don't think anybody has to hit you that hard for you to fall off. So, safety moment there, right? One player holds his or her palms together and places their hands vertically against one side of his or her face. The other player slaps that person's hands with the intention of making their opponent fall off the bench. All. All rings must be removed. Clearly. Opponents must be physically matched in a reasonably fair manner. Oh, somebody <laughs> so getting knocked out. You're hitting your hand. You're actually not slapping their face, like, technically. But anyway, I just thought I that was That's I'm interesting. Going. And I'm, I'm going to pass on that one, too. Yeah, I'm going I'm to go first, and then I'm going to quit. <laughs> yeah. This is not like, you know, not something a grown man should do. I'm just saying, <laughs> grown man yeah. slapping each other. This is, this is just not something we should do. No. <laughs> Sounds yeah. like something dumb you did in, 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 in like grade school or something, yeah. like bloody knuckles or some shit like that. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of those. Pen pencil, pencil fighting. Pencil. Yeah. So, and then of course, you have to have the proper attire for Oktoberfest, right? Mm -hmm. Men wear. Well, it's men or women now. We're Lederhosen. And Lederhosen? I don't, how, I don't know how to say the girl's dress. Durndal? 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 Durndal. Yeah, that. All right, Tim. Okay. Sorry. Once again. Yeah, Tim. Yeah. Tim, you're lucky. You're lucky, Tim. You're lucky I don't have that picture. I cannot find that picture of you in your attire. But um, no. you would be the mascot of the night for night tonight. For Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, if I find it before I edit this video, you know, you're going on there. I just want to let you know. All right. That's hilarious. <laughs> yes, indeed. 
So yeah, do y'all do y'all feel like y'all prepared for an Oktoberfest party? I am ready. I am ready. I'm ready. Oh, look, I'm ready to fry up some schnitzel. So let's let's get it. Let's get it going. I think it's my favorite party of the year that we throw when you throw do Oktoberfest. I've basically claimed it from all my friends. I'm like after doing the first one, I was like, Nah, this is my thing. It's mine now. Yeah, it's so much fun. It's oh, so man, much fun. I mean, a, what's better a, than a lot of beer, a lot of food. That's 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 all you got to know. This yep. has been an appetite-inducing episode here. I swear to. Yeah, I do. I do. I do quite enjoy German food. If you're a vegetarian or a vegan, you're gonna struggle. Yeah, there's a lot of meat, <laughs> a lot of pork yeah. too. You're not gonna have many options. Shout out the trapeze monks. Appreciate y'all making the beer, making the presents. Yeah. Y'all go home. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> of life of prayer and making beer. <laughs> okay, so. With that being said, let me bring up our little quote, end quote of the night. This is by August Escoffier. He sounds German to me. So, Good food is the foundation of genuine happiness. Amen. So with that being said, absolutely. With that being said, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please like comment subscribe we need to you to subscribe we need to get more subscribers so we can get this live podcast for christmas time so we can interact with you guys so until then thank you for tuning in and keep stirring the pot keep stirring the pot (laughs) peace Peace. (laughs) later